4: Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
3: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
2: It is the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you to our super producer and host, Dave Shepard. He's holding it down for us in New York. And thank you to everybody listening all over North America. You could be at work. You could be in your car. You could be at home. The hospital, the firehouse, the factory, the police station, the back of the bar. You could be doing construction right now. You could be constructing something else. Hopefully it's not dangerous. Whatever you're doing. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you're not doing something illegal. Thank you for listening anyway. I'm going to be rolling with you for the next two hours, okay? This is when I get... Well, this is not when I get started. I'm halfway through the damn show. I get started at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific, every single weeknight. Interesting night. We had an interesting Thursday night football game. Pretty boring up until the end. The Pittsburgh Steelers come from behind to beat the Tennessee Titans 20-16. to uh, This game had a little bit of a back and forth at the end. It also had a scary, scary moment. Uh, Traylon Burks having to be carted off the field uh, with an apparent neck, head, spinal injury. Uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, excuse me, uh, he did give a thumbs up while he was being carted off the field. And then we also learned that he did have feeling in his extremities Uh, one of the worst things that you can sit down and watch as a football fan as the man lie motionless uh, on the ground uh, unable to move so hopefully there is a a, a full recovery and that he can uh, you know get home and 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 get back to normal whatever normal will be so we'll talk about this game uh, in a few seconds meanwhile on the NBA side is a cool game going on uh, right now and it appears to be Phoenix, Arizona. I just kind of popped it on and started to pay attention. Uh, The San Antonio Spurs are taking on the Phoenix Suns. They currently lead 106-96. to Victor Wembenyama, through three quarters of this game, already had 28 points. Victor Wembenyama is just... uh, yeah, I'm not expecting him to drop 30 points every single game, but he is he is showing why he was selected number one overall. And anyone who had any questions as to what he was going to do or what his capabilities were, yes, it's still early, but we have seen every flash of what he is capable of doing, and it is going to be a scary world if and when he can put it together on a consistent basis. 28 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, a steal – Only two blocks. He's also knocked down two of five three-pointers as he just realistically tonight has outplayed uh, some guy named Kevin Durant who has, at this point, 22 points. Devin Booker back in action with 26. And I guess the world will never see. Hey, Shep, what's that guy they traded for again? What's his name from Washington? Uh, Which guy? The one that doesn't play. What's his name again? Bradley who? What?
6: Oh, oh, funny! I was like, I was like, wait, I think Jalen knows this guy—the guy who has not played all season, Bradley Beal. Yes.
2: Oh, okay, yeah.
6: He was good one. He was good at one time.
2: Yeah. What? When he played? Was the last time he really played <laughs> three, four years ago?
6: I mean, he was leading the league in scoring. Um, he, he yeah, thirty
2: per. Yeah, yeah. I
6: mean, Booker's not playing either these days, so.
2: Oh, well, he playing tonight, oh, So yeah,
6: yeah, for once. I mean, he missed yeah. the last two. So
2: yeah, I guess he. Uh, look, whatever. It's the Phoenix Suns. We'll we'll talk about this game when it concludes. I hope. Victor Wimbenyama scores another 10 points, and maybe he dunks on somebody. That'll be fun. 855-212-4CBS is the number. Uh, Let's talk about someone else who is just this week had an impressive showing, and that is Will Levis. He got the opportunity to start this past Sunday against the Atlanta Falcons. He lit the Falcons up. Four touchdown passes right out of the damn gate. Uh, Sends the Falcons packing. A tying Frank, Frank Tarkenton and Marcus Mariota, the only dudes to make their debut and throw four touchdowns. And tonight, I'm not going to say he wanted to go out there and and, and have a, an encore uh, against the Steelers, but he certainly wanted to kind of continue and, and pick up the steam from where he left off. It didn't happen. The team lost. The Tennessee Titans lost to the Steelers in Pittsburgh 20-16. This was a boring game to start. I got to be honest. I got to be real. This was nothing fun to watch. Not at all. But then we did get down to the fourth quarter and, and things got rather interesting. But l- let's actually go through uh, some of the scoring plays here. Things got going right out of the gate early on. Najee Harris had a 10-yard touchdown run to put the Steelers up 7 to nothing in the first quarter. This is cur- or, excuse me, courtesy of the Steelers radio network. First and goal at the ten. Pickett stays in the
7: gun. Four-man rush. Hands it off. Cuts it back and into the end zone oh. comes Najee Harris for a ten-yard rushing touchdown. His second of the season. Normally, you get a little thunder, then you get the lightning. Now you got the lightning first, and in comes the thunder. My goodness, Najee Harris, what a great job of following Isaac Swamalo up into the off-tackle hole and did a great job of just running through arm tackles. That was as good a run as I've seen Najee Harris pulling out in the last month. Great job, Najee.
2: Well, it's nice I learned about the proper sequence of thunder and lightning. You didn't know you learned something here on CBS Sports Radio tonight. Hopefully you did. Following that Najee Harris touchdown... The Tennessee Titans got on the board with a Nick Folk field goal, making the game 7-3, Pittsburgh over Tennessee. And then one of my favorite players in the NFL, the man is built like a defensive end, and he runs like, I don't know, somebody will run you the hell over. It's Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry in the second quarter gave the Tennessee Titans a 10-7 lead with this run in. Listen to this with the Titans radio network. Levis motions
7: simmons give henry on the left side henry diving forward stretches the ball touchdown titans derrick henry was stopped but he had the presence of mind to lean that football to break the plane and to give the
2: titans the lead in pittsburgh oh i feel like i'm i'm listening to an action movie i like it it's nice well that was just about it for the action in the first half and uh, Tennessee Titans kicked another field goal. Uh, so did the Pittsburgh Steelers. Tennessee led 13-10 moving into halftime. And then we saw more field goals, okay? They were tied up 13 all in the third quarter. Nick Falk hit another field goal. Tennessee led 16-13. And at this point, yeah, I'm on the radio watching the game, but I want to take a nap. I don't know if it's possible for me to take a nap from the game and still do my job here on the radio, but damn it, I tried. Then the Steelers got the ball, and the Steelers made things rather interesting because being down 16-13, to 13, the Steelers were able to score a touchdown. Yes, that's right. Kenny Pickett, the man who came into the game nursing those sore ribs, Kenny Pickett, he connected with Deontay Johnson, for a three-yard touchdown to put the Steelers up 20-16. to 16. Listen to this. Scoreboard asking the fans for quiet so the Steelers can operate
7: this goal line offense efficiently. After the defensive hold is called on the Titans, first and goal at the three. Pickett in the shotgun, gets the snap, looks right. Deontay Johnson wide open, touchdown Pittsburgh. The Steelers march it 92 yards to take the lead. That's Deontay Johnson's first touchdown in what, a couple seasons? Yes. 20 games. 20 games, are you kidding me? Way to go, Deontay. You saved the best for when the Steelers needed it most.
2: Yep, 20-16, to 16. and it was a couple of close calls, but the Steelers were ultimately able to put the ball into the end zone and take this 20-16 lead. Uh, I told you about the unfortunate injury to Traylon Burks. Uh, he did go down. He, he was carted off of the field. And on that same kind of, uh, of series, uh, Tennessee Titans, they had to turn the ball over on downs. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers got the ball back. They weren't able to do anything with the ball. And then Tennessee got one more chance. No timeouts. They had about a minute and 40 seconds left in the game. And somehow, some way, Will Levis was able to take them down the field 66 yards with an opportunity and a shot to win the game on a touchdown, but it didn't happen that way. I want you to take a listen to the final play of the game that ultimately won it for the Steelers. This is from the Steelers Radio Network. Wide side to his left. It's locked that way on third and five at the 19 with 11 seconds to go.
7: Here's the snap. Four-man rush. He looks. He fires for the end. Intercepted! And that is Quan Alexander! His first of the season in this game is over! in the middle of the field and he launches himself upwards and stretches and catches that rock as it's coming in what a great grab by Quan alexander you gotta love that that's the way to finish it it's a drop the mic moment take that pigskin take it home put it on your mantle because by golly you deserve it Quan. great
2: job stretches and catches yeah that's the end of the game that was the end of the game Pittsburgh Steelers went 20-16 to 16 to come from behind victory. Uh, Will Levis with a damn good showing in the process, though even though he had that interception, he completed 22 of 39 passes for 262 yards in that interception. He was sacked four times. Derrick Henry rushed 17 times for 75 yards to go along with the touchdown. Kyle Phillips, the leading receiver for the Tennessee Titans tonight, Four receptions to go along with 68 yards. And Kenny Pickett, yes, he did play in this game. Kenny Pickett did have some busted up ribs that he injured against Jacksonville. Uh, He only passed for 160 yards, and he did throw that game-winning touchdown. What was the game-winning touchdown to Deontay Johnson? Uh, Good for Kenny Pickett. He was not sacked the night, not once. Not once. The defense? I told you they got Will Levis four times. Alex Highsmith getting into his face twice. T.J. Watt hitting him once. A highlight sack if you want to consider it. He had no helmet on, and he still decided to blow this dude up. Uh, Will Levis, welcome to the NFL. A matter of fact, T.J. Watt spoke after the game to the good old folks at Amazon. Still sounds weird to say. Used to saying Fox or CBS or ESPN. But, yes, he spoke to Amazon and T.J. T.J. Watt, Watt, he had some kind words for Will Levis. Listen to this.
0: A lot of toughness. Uh, a guy that's going to hang in there, take the hits, and deliver some, uh, some really good passes. And uh, he, he held on to it a little bit tonight, but he was able to escape with his feet a little bit and extend some plays. And uh, I think he's going to have a good career.
5: Nice. Well, I saw in that first half you came around the end. you gave him a little he's like welcome to welcome to my house <laughs> like do we have that oh, no, that was such a good hit coming around there. you got flag for that one though Yeah. but I don't know it's just sending a little message to him or...
0: yeah you always I mean anytime you have a young quarterback you're trying to just get around him as early as possible and try to rattle him if we're not able to do it uh, in the back and at least try to do it up front
2: yeah look Will Levis is is impressive okay uh, I did see what he did against the Falcons this week uh, being here in Georgia I saw what he did and watching him play tonight he he plays free he's just out there throwing a rock around and he does make some some bombs for passes he throws bombs he's he's lofting the ball over folks and he he looks like he's built like a linebacker uh will levis has not missed a day in the gym and it's going to be fun to see how he continues to progress he has a little bit of of schoolyard uh in him schoolyard and, and strength so Uh, He's a fun player to watch, and and Ryan Tannehill, with his busted-up ankle and his uh, contract, which is coming to an end, I mean, damn it, let's be real here. Uh, Ryan Tannehill was no longer going to be the future. I think his days were pretty much numbered and over when he was in the playoffs throwing an interception at every chance and opportunity that he got. Also, Kenny Pickett, speaking of an opportunity, Kenny Pickett threw a touchdown today. Can you believe it? Pittsburgh Steelers, which have one of the worst offenses in the entire NFL, they were able to get a touchdown when it mattered the most, the game winner. And so Kenny Pickett, he spoke to Amazon after the game, had a conversation with Kaylee Harden, and they talked about this W.
4: What credit do you want to give your defense for the stand they took on that last drive?
2: Yeah, they always show up. Um, You know, love having those guys on our team and and, uh, competing against those guys in practice. They make us better. They make us a better team. Um, Can't say enough great things about the guys on all three levels there. Um, They're they're incredible.
4: How are your ribs feeling right now? You told us earlier this week that Sunday you'd never experienced pain before like you did in that moment.
2: Yeah, I mean, they feel great after a win. So um, I'm going to enjoy these next couple of days. Um, just kind of rest my body and get ready to go for this back half stretch.
4: You guys came out of the gate hot, scored on that first drive, but couldn't get in the end zone again until your last possession. What did it take in that moment to get it done?
2: Uh, consistency in drives. I missed too many throws early. Um, you know, pissed off of myself. Sorry excuse my language. But um, I think we picked it up, the consistency in the drives. We were moving the ball really well. Um, you know, had a lot of red zone opportunities. Had the one down here we wish we hit on. Um, but, you know, we'll keep getting better. And the most important thing is we got the W. Did I just hear a professional athlete say, excuse my language? That has to be a first.
6: Well, not only did he say that, but it was, excuse my language for saying the word pissed off, which, according to every FCC regulation and, as, and every TV uh, television distribution, right, you can say very cleanly without having to get bleeped. That's class personified, JR.
2: Yeah, LeBron, what, what was LeBron saying last week?
6: No oh God, I mean, I We I don't can,
2: give a bleep, bleep yeah. what people think about Anthony Davis? I
6: mean, give me 30 seconds, I can find this out. It's incredible uh, what LeBron thinks he can get away with as opposed to Kenny Pickett. But if Kenny Pickett can do what LeBron can do in year 21, then Kenny Pickett can sound however he wants in terms of cursing, too. Well,
2: thank you, Kenny Pickett, man. We got too many people who want to throw around uh, profanities like it's nothing. And I throw around ass here. Well, no, I don't throw my ass around, so just don't be confused. But I say how I feel. I express myself, but... Yeah, we got a lot of athletes. Come on, Chef. We played this last week as well. Becky Hammond at the uh, Las Vegas Aces Parade. Becky Hammond decided to let everybody know that she's just an old ass. You know what? And and so thank you so much. Will Levis just saying, hey, I'm pissed off. Well, we were pissed off. And, and that was a dirty word for him. And also a great line of questioning from uh, Kaylee Harden. Hey, man, I heard your ribs were garbage this week. You told me that you were in excruciating pain, some of the worst pain in your life. After you have now played 60 minutes of football, only three days later, how do your ribs feel? What was Kenny Pickett supposed to say? Well, by the way, I'm sorry, Kelly. I don't feel my ribs at all because they gave me a shot. He's not supposed to say that on on, uh, on TV. But what do I know? It's The our Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I am excited for Will Levis. It's unfortunate that the Tennessee Titans are in this place. I think Derrick Henry is pretty much towards the end of his prime. He's not the dude that he was a few seasons ago, but who the hell is? Uh, But I am excited to see what Will Levis can do. He is exciting to watch. Uh, He is not your your typical pocket passer. He's moving around. He's throwing passes. He's big as a house. And I want to see what he can do for the Tennessee Titans moving on into the future. What do you think about Will Levis? Are you uh, just excited? Are you encouraged by what he's been able to do? He didn't come out and throw another four touchdowns, but he did help them stay in the game. I'm not expecting four touchdowns or three every game out. The phone lines are open. That's 855-212-4CBS. On the other side of the break, we're going to hear from the winning head coach. Mike Tomlin spoke to the media, and even though they walked away with a victory, Mike Tomlin is not happy. I'll explain. a matter of fact, you'll hear it from Mike Tomlin. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio.
3: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR, it should be called the Genius Sports Brief Show. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS.
2: It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Man, Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Tennessee Titans tonight 20 16. Come from behind victory. Kenny Pickett actually throwing a touchdown, his only touchdown of the game, finding Deontay Johnson uh, to come ahead from the lead or come down from uh, 13 to 16. Uh, they score 20 points and they win. Meanwhile, right now in Phoenix, Arizona, Victor Wembanyama—it's tough to say he's having the game of his life, but he is certainly letting everybody know what he is capable of doing. The Spurs currently lead the Suns 128. To 117, it's about a minute left in the game. Victor Wembanyama stat line so far tonight already, a ridiculous 38 points, 10 rebounds. He is three of six from downtown. He has two assists to go along with two block shots. Victor Wembanyama, in what I believe is only his his third or fourth game of the year. This is uh, game number four for Victor Wembanyama. Game number five actually. Already scoring a career high, 38 points, and he's not done yet. Up until now, his uh, his season high is 21, and he might put another shot back up on the board. And he's—it's just crazy to see Victor Wembanyama being defended by Kevin Durant. This is fun stuff that we'll be able to see throughout the course of the season. I did tell you that Mike Tomlin just finished speaking to the media as his uh, Pittsburgh Steelers had to struggle to another victory, even though they came out on top. They finished today or tonight with 10 penalties, which accumulated for about 80 yards. And so Mike Tomlin spoke to the media and he was not happy, not thrilled with his p- team's performance, despite the victory.
5: Man, really excited about the win. Um, obviously um, it could have been cleaner, uh, first and foremost, from a penalty perspective, um, part of being a tough team to beat first is not kicking your own butt, man. And, and we kind of been doing that some, and we got to own that. And so um, we will. Uh, we'll review it. We'll learn from it. We'll look at it. Uh, we'll we'll bring some officials into our practice setting in an effort to to be cleaner because uh, that was catastrophic, really, in a lot of instances to our efforts tonight. I'm appreciative of the fight. Um, we needed this one. Uh, And it's good to get it, get it on a short week and be in the clubhouse, man, on a Thursday night with the necessary victory for the week. And so excited for them. Uh, We'll rest up, man, take advantage of the long weekend and and begin our next process. We'll
2: we'll see what that that next process entails. Hopefully it involves, uh, I don't know, maybe scoring a touchdown, maybe not being boring, maybe not putting people to sleep. Look, the, the Steelers, they're, they're fun to watch, just if you like grinded-out football. Uh, but the offense is is pretty sad right now. They entered tonight 30th overall in scoring. And so the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, they're going to go ahead and, and take on the Green Bay Packers on November 12th. Meanwhile, these Tennessee Titans, uh, they're on a, a three-game road trip currently. They got Tampa Bay on the 12th. Will Levis is, is sp- speaking to the media It'll be interesting to see what he has to say as they move forward. And it's also being reported. I told you, Traylon Burks of the Tennessee Titans had to be carted off of the field. Uh, was taken to a medical facility. It's being reported by Teron Davenport, uh, who covers the Titans. He says uh, Traylon Burks he walked out of the locker room on his own, stopped and talked to one of the coaches, then walked to the bus. Uh, Knock on wood. It did not look good when he initially went down, but to hear that he's walking and moving around is is certainly amazing. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Robert is calling from Colorado.
0: Hey, how are you doing?
2: I'm okay. How are you? What's on your mind?
0: I was thinking about Lutz. He's he's a good man, I think. I think they're gonna make the playoffs. Oh, I don't you, know you, why, but they're gonna make it.
2: The Tennessee Titans?
0: Yes, sir. I don't okay. know what their record is, but I've been out of it for a while, so.
2: Okay. What do you think? Well, their the, their record is three and five, so I don't know if that's going to help them at all. Okay.
0: Well, there's 17 games. Yeah. yeah I,
2: I, mean? I I I heard, but that's uh, quite of a hole to dig out of with a, a quarterback who's that's, only started that's only two games.
0: eight games. It's only half the season. So but far. they're
2: not. But they're not competing just against themselves. They will later. The I mean, come on now. I know there's 17 games. They have to factor in the fact that, let's be real, they're not going to win the the AFC South. That belongs to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And then if you have to take into account all of the other winning teams that actually already have winning records in the AFC, it is a ridiculous uphill climb uh, for the Tennessee Titans to go ahead and just go and make the postseason. I I don't think so. Uh, We got a final score in Phoenix, Arizona. The San Antonio Spurs beat the phoenix suns 132 to 121 uh in normal circumstances this would not happen this makes no sense oh, oh my god watching victor wembanyama give kevin durant a hug makes no sense <laughs> it is hella it, it's a sight there aren't too many humans that i have ever seen stand next to kevin durant <laughs> and, and and Kevin Durant looks <laughs> like a child. He's looking up. <laughs> yeah, by by about a head. Right. It, it, it is Victor Wembanyama makes no sense.
6: Durant's legit. I mean, Jr. Durant's a legit six eleven.
2: It's legit. Man,
6: like like standing without sneaker six eleven.
2: Yeah, the man is is seven feet tall, and Victor Wembanyama made Kevin Durant look like a kid. Uh, Victor Wembanyama's numbers tonight. Yeah, he's why they won, and he took every shot. 38 points for Victor Wembanyama, 10 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 blocks. He was 3 of 6 from downtown. He was 15 of 26 from the field. Victor Wembanyama showed up and showed out. No, no reason in a, in a normal sense that you would say, oh, yeah, the San Antonio Spurs are going to beat the Suns with Durant and Booker. But he did. And tonight, he was the best guy on the floor. Kevin Durant had 28 points Devin Booker had 31 and it's a whole lot to say when you are a rookie and you outplay Kevin Durant and Devin Booker that's what Victor Wimbenyama did I'm sure we'll hear from Victor Wimbenyama before the night is over Uh, just a hell of an accomplishment there 855-212-4CBS we got John from Toronto you're on CBS Sports Radio
5: hey how you
2: doing amazing how you feeling uh, no complaints. A little chilly up here, but hey, that's Canada for you. I've heard.
4: Um, no, I want to talk to you. You brought up uh, a couple nights ago about the little ratings in the World Series. I'm wondering if they actually had old school, like, Joe Buck calling that World Series,
2: if it would have made a difference. Like, think, Joe I Buck, think, Bob I Costas, think. those guys uh call a game. I don't think people show up to listen to somebody call a game. I think the audiences show up to see the teams play.
4: Fair enough. Fair enough. But, I mean, like, like I'm not an avid baseball player. I'll watch the Jays. But hearing Joe Buck call a game – Man, that guy's like on fire. Like he just brings you more into the game. You know what I mean?
2: Well, that's
5: like, that's uh, like
2: asking me. Hey, do you want to go to a restaurant because uh, you know the facade is nice on the outside, but the food is trash on the inside? My answer is no.
5: Yeah, I guess you know. You're right. You're right. You, you like yeah, trash you
2: food. That- you like you like
5: garbage food. Oh man, I'm Italian. I love Italian food.
2: Well, listen, man, I I can't serve you a spaghetti and meatballs in a in a tin can, and you you're gonna be like, what are you doing, right?
5: Yeah, fair enough. I guess you're right. All right.
2: Well, listen, John, what did you eat for dinner tonight?
4: That eh, spaghetti and meatballs.
2: You did? You really did? <laughs> oh heck yeah, man. What with tomato sauce or is cheese sauce, white sauce? Oh what man, that? homemade sauce, homemade. You didn't eat it out of a can, did you? No, heck no. That's like sacrilege in my household. Okay, no no SpaghettiOs for John. John, thank you for calling from no. Toronto. Thanks, man. Have a good night. Uh, John lied. He ate SpaghettiOs tonight, okay? John was eating his SpaghettiOs. 855-212-4CBS. Hey, Marco Belletti, how many kids you got in the house?
5: Three.
2: was the last time you had some SpaghettiOs? Never. You got no SpaghettiOs in the house?
1: Sorry, I can't do that. No. Actually, as a kid, we kept asking my parents, who were born and raised in Italy, uh, about SpaghettiOs and and all that. And they would yell at us in Italian and laugh at us. And then as we got older, we realized why. When we looked at the can, we were like, nah, I'm not eating that.
2: You can't have have SpaghettiOs. So I've never
1: had it. I wanted it as a kid, and I wasn't allowed. And then you get old enough to have it, and you're like, I'm not eating that.
2: Hey, listen, when you see them dancing noodles on the screen, it's hypnotizing (laughs) as a child, man.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, we were young and dumb. What can I tell you? Yeah,
2: a bunch of dancing uh, SpaghettiOs on a on a spoon. You got to go for it. Me? I had me some SpaghettiOs now. I think it's been a, a couple of decades, but I've, I've had me some SpaghettiOs. I'm doing better now. Only the finest of establishments.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, at least you didn't get yelled at in Italian.
2: I did, well... I think I might have been yelled at by some Italian people for doing some other things, but that's a conversation for another day. Well, Marco. let's say yeah. this. You
1: probably heard my parents from the Bronx. They were yelling in, in uh, Jersey, so that's, that's about right.
2: Yeah, There's a, a good possibility there. I heard the sound travels over the bridge pretty well. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio.
3: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
0: Rob Manfred reminds me of my buddy in college that when the professor says you got twenty days to do this essay, he'll wait till the last possible minute and stay up till six AM trying to get this essay done in half-acid. The fact and I was about to say that point until you brought it up, the fact that he could get up there on the dark one of the darkest days in his sport and laugh and smirk and crack jokes and practice his golf swing is sickening. Call in now at
3: 855-212-4CBS.
2: Well never a day or opportunity not to talk about how how terrible that guy is. Speaking of terrible, yes, tonight and, and this is an interesting stat and interesting number. Uh, the Steelers beat the Tennessee Titans 20-16. to The Pittsburgh Steelers, in every single game that they have played here, have been out game in regards to yardage. And they won the game tonight. Tennessee, the Titans had 340 yards. The Pittsburgh Steelers had 326. Matt Canada typically would be hanging out upstairs. Uh, in the coach's booth tonight, he was on the sidelines hoping to provide a little bit of a jolt to the offense. It, it didn't matter too much. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers are still pretty pathetic, and they are still one, two, or three in the bottom when it comes down to scoring points. They can't do it, not even by accident. I mean, Deontay Johnson, this was his first touchdown pass since Ben Roethlisberger's last game. That's that's been a while. Ben Roethlisberger must have fifty episodes fifty episodes of his podcast by now.
6: Fifty episodes too many.
2: Oh no! You you don't listen to Ben Roethlisberger's podcast?
6: If I want to watch Ben Roethlisberger do anything, it'd be throw a football to Heinz Ward. He's not meant to the uh, he's not meant for the podcast world. Oh ouch! A little harsh.
2: I don't know. How do you know if you don't listen? I do No, listen,
6: listen I, I do listen. You know why I listen? Oh. Because you listen to everything, and I know we get that. You and I get that sound for the show, so I have to listen.
2: Yeah, I don't listen to the whole thing. <laughs> I know how to find the good stuff. Yeah, you do. The good stuff finds me, man. 855-212-4CBS. We got Mike. He's calling from Houston, Texas. You're on the JR Sport Reef Show.
0: I just don't understand why the Steelers have kept Matt Canada for so long. Uh, being a friend or not, Mike Tomlin needs to get rid of him. He needs to get a new offensive coordinator, somebody who's going to do something right. I mean, where do we get – I know they say we got this guy from LSU. I mean, it's not showing any production from LSU to us. There's a big difference, NFL to, from college. I, I, I just I, – everybody's saying maybe it's Kenny Pickett. Uh, it's just I, I don't understand. I, I count my blessings that we're five and three. Yeah. And thank God that we're 5 and 3. Uh if we can figure out some way to get that offense wet to wake up and do something, get a new coordinator somewhere. I mean, there should be some great coordinators out there that that are available for us to pick up and replace Canada
2: with a quickness because yeah, it doesn't I make don't, sense. I, don't think, I don't think it's going to happen during the course of the season. I think that's a, a, a move to make in the offseason. All things considered, uh, for Kenny Pickett, uh, you, you asked if Kenny Pickett is, is part of the problem or the problem. He, he's yeah. part of it. I mean, Kenny Pickett ain't no game changer out there by himself. And, yeah, if you want to develop him, maybe somebody else coming in at, at offensive coordinator would do so. But I think to go ahead and give him the boot right now would probably stunt any type of development in Kenny Pickett. And and we all know just he as an individual, he needs any type of boost that he can get. Well, why not try to get the offensive coordinator
0: that he had at Pitt? Wasn't that guy, didn't that guy do pretty good for helping Kenny Pickett?
2: Well, I, well, I mean, yeah, if you want to look at what he did in college, but what's to say that, that he's going to go ahead and do that in the NFL ranks. I mean, you just said the same thing for Matt Canada coming over for LSU. What difference do it make?
0: Yeah, I guess so. I just- it's just I've been looking at Matt Canada when he was with Roethlisberger, and it, no, we he's done the same thing with Roethlisberger and Kenny Pickett, just Roethlisberger, had a better arm. That was basically it. Uh, wait,
2: wait, was wait, 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 wait. Let's go back here. Maybe maybe I didn't hear you correctly. Did you just say that the only difference between Kenny Pickett and Ben Roethlisberger is that Ben Roethlisberger had a better arm?
0: No, I mean, he was better all the way around. 6'5", I mean... 250 this guy he he's, he was athletic he he helped the Steelers win those two Super Bowls even though he wasn't the main uh, in the first one but he did
2: okay he did right. contribute a lot all right well thank you Mike appreciate you for calling from Houston all right okay thanks yeah I have to think about whether I want to I wanted to pick up a bottle Shep did, did did he really say did I did I you know I might have blocked out or zoned out did he really make any type of comparison?
6: So, full disclosure, Jr. I was screening like three calls, so I'm never ah. going to lie to you and pretend like I heard it if I well, didn't. Well, thank you. Of course.
2: Thank you. I appreciate it. Of that. course, man. I was just like, I know that man didn't just say Ben Roethlisberger just had a better arm than I, Kenny ben.
6: I know there wasn't any cursing because that, my ear goes really percolating, too.
2: Oh, no, he didn't yeah, say exactly. He but, say I mean, I, I, look. Well, Kenny Pickett cursed tonight, too. He said he well, was pissed off. if
6: we're really being honest for a second. Yes. Kenny Pickett had a significantly better rookie year than what Big Ben had in 2004. Kenny Pickett has regressed where Big Ben in his second year got significantly better.
2: How about I save us some time?
6: And just say they're not so I, in the I, same stratosphere.
2: L- l- let's save us some time. Yeah. Kenny Pickett ain't it. Now, let's listen. Speaking of oh, cursing, but, I told but, you. But, JR, but yeah. um,
6: can can you make that evaluation after 16 or 17 NFL starts? Is that fair? I
2: think, I, I think so, yes. Okay. I think so, yes. I mean, you got guys who, who have it. He don't have it. I think there's a point in time where coaching can help you develop and get you over the hump or it can move you to another level. But I think there's a baseline where you start off at. Did you and say I'll, that about Eli? Say what about Eli Manning?
6: Eli Manning looked like crap when he first started. Pa- right, Even his brother looked like crap when right, he first started.
2: Right out of the gate. Even in – but that's, that's – that's I don't think that's fair to compare. Peyton Manning looked like crap because he was out there turning the ball over. Right? Correct. But th- that didn't take away from, from what you saw, the glimpses of what he was able to do, which is still deliver the ball into the end zone. Eli Manning might have been smashed to pieces in his first game uh, by Ray Lewis, but at least you saw that there was going to be some ups and downs, and at minimum he was going to be an average QB, and he was going to be reliable to be there. It's called It's called it. It's the part that's not measurable. But in the NFL, you can measure it. It's called winning. And it, Kenny Pickett, regardless of who the offensive coordinator is, or regardless of who the head coach is, how you feel about Matt Canada, or how you feel about Mike Tomlin, it, Kenny Pickett ain't scaring anybody to move the ball into the end zone when he's out there. I understand.
6: Ain't, yep. I. I ain't I'm nobody
2: sorry. scared of him taking off. And, and, yes, he can move and run. But ain't nobody scared of him you know, darting off and picking up yards and touchdowns by himself. Nobody is afraid of him throwing darts down the field to move the chains. And, and all of it is not just the play calling. It, it's who and what he is, too. Like, I, I can't tell you, hey, uh, come to math class and figure this out. Kenny Pickett needs three calculators to get the job done when you got other dudes who can just walk in and, and do the equation by hand.
6: But JR. I know you watch every game. I mean, seven game-winning drives in just 20 career starts. Like, if that's not it, I don't know what is. I'm not saying he's the Justin Herbert prototype. I give you that. But he does have the it factor when the games come, you know, close and they come down to the wire. That's not fair to say. You don't think he has that it factor of being able to be that big-time gamer that most quarterbacks can't elevate to?
2: I don't give a rat's ass about no it factor. He wouldn't have to have it or come back if he was able to consistently go out there and win games, okay? Uh, We don't need to be walking no tightrope. There's no taking away from his game-winning drives. But how about you actually go out there and help win the game so you don't have to pull it in close? It's the NFL. You're going to win some, you're going to lose some. Games are going to be close. But when I have to look at quarterbacks all up and down the NFL and their skill sets and what they do, what they're physically capable of doing. There ain't nothing that excites me about Kenny Pickett. Listen, I was in Pittsburgh right before the man got drafted, and people were asking me about him and being at Pitt, and and little did I know, of course, now we, we see this, he'd be drafted by the Steelers, but I wasn't excited by him. Man, he'd have to be in a better system, I give you credit. I'm not saying that he's peaked. I'm not saying that he's ass, but I'll tell you this. When you look at some of the quarterbacks, he doesn't have it. And when I talk about it, do you go out into a game and do you scare the living daylights out of the opposition? The answer is no. That's how that's my it. When you're throwing the ball and when you walk out onto the field, does the other team say, "This quarterback is going to kick our ass. We got to stop him." The answer is no. And until he has that, for me, he don't got nothing. I'm sorry. Sorry to steal a fans, too. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. its 855 We're going to take a break. We come back. We'll get to your calls. Talk about this night from this Victor Wembanyama dude, 38 points. He was the best player on the court, and he was playing against Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. And then we'll hear from a loser. This guy, his name is James Harden, actually sat down in front of the media and talked about how he is not a system player. But I, James Harden, am the system. Sounds like a broken one to me. We got a lot to do. It's the JR Sport Reef Show, CBS Sports Radio.